Good morning, everybody. Hopefully you're doing okay. Welcome to this Thursday show. This is gonna, one's going to be a little bit different, but we'll get into that in a minute. But first, let me uh, get to everything going here. Welcome to Break the Cycle with DST. I am your host, Wayne. I'm not a therapist. I'm an individual much like you who's been through a difficult experience and uh, had to develop some tips and techniques for myself to get through, through this that I share with you to help you do the same. Get your life back. Break the cycle of emotional abuse. And if you have children, to try to strengthen and rebuild your relationship with them. Remember that only a licensed professional can diagnose an individual with a personality disorder. Be very careful throwing around terms because they can get you in trouble. Our credibility is the main defense we have against this. And that's a surefire way to start hurting yourself is whenever you start going around diagnosing people with issues. So be careful of that. Leave that to the professionals. Obviously, learn about what's going on. Learn about how you deal with it, what the patterns of behavior are. But do not uh, go down that route and get yourself in trouble. If you like what's going on here and you want to support the channel, you can do that by becoming a channel member and or subscribing and ringing the bell notification. And when you become a member, you get special badges, custom emojis, your name listed at the end of the credits, and access to member-only events. There's one coming up next weekend, not this one, but the following weekend. So... If you're interested in that, you can do that by going to youtube.com slash divorce and looking for the join button. If you want to get the text notification of when the show goes live, you can text DSD live to 844-598-0012, 844-598-0012. The phone lines might be open today. This is going to be a little weird one because I'm going to bring Debbie on and we're going to talk a little bit about relationships and uh, how tough this is for the new person. Whenever they don't realize what you're really dealing with. But we'll get into more of that later. Man, I went through that fast. And, <clears throat> excuse me, on that, yeah, hopefully you guys are having a good Thursday morning. Uh, I got my coffee here. Hopefully you have yours. And this came up. Let me see if I can figure out where in the world I put this. This came up towards the end of the show yesterday. I'm just going to move it. Actually, I might be able to, uh, I'll do it. I wonder if this will work. I'm going to try something here. This may not work. I don't know. I'm going to see if I can just highlight this comment. Uh, I'll do this. Oh, that is really small. <laughs> that, that, that doesn't help. <laughs> Let me see if I can make it bigger. Can I make it bigger? Uh, <laughs> stand by one. Let me try this. Uh, all right. Now I can. I don't, I don't know if that works. Maybe that helps. Uh, Alex had asked, I said, my new partner is very understanding, but is always looking for better ways to understand me and what I have been going through. And I figured what better way to uh, talk about that than to, to bring Debbie, who you guys, if you don't know, she's my girlfriend and she also moderates most of the time, well, probably like 99% of the time on the channel. So she obviously cares about me because she gets up way early to do this. And I am going to attempt, hopefully this doesn't blow up in our face, but I am going to try to unmute her. All right, are you there? Good morning. Hey, it worked. Technology did not fail us today. <laughs> anyway, so as, as you probably heard, uh, we were talking about, or I was mentioning that comment that came up and uh, it's, it's one of those things that's 
incredibly difficult for a new person to uh, to deal with. So I guess uh, um, the way I'm thinking about doing we'll, we'll do this format. We'll talk a little bit, and if you guys could ask, um, if you want to ask some questions in the comments, do the normal tag thing and just put a cue in front of it so that we can see it and try to cover that. Uh, maybe, maybe we might pull people in to ask a question on the air, uh, but we'll just we'll kind of roll with it and see how it goes. So um, let's see. I, I guess I'll start this story out with. When Debbie and I first started dating, I, one, didn't know what I was, I mean, I knew I had a toxic high conflict ex, but I didn't realize exactly what she was at the time. And at the time, the ex was basically leaving me alone and I thought I was pretty much healed. So Debbie and I met, we started dating and I don't know, do I, I don't even remember when we first started dating, did I tell you what a crazy psycho ex I had or did I not, did that even come up? I don't even remember now. Uh, no, you didn't uh, start everything out with that because that's not the greatest uh, <laughs> icebreaker in a new It's like, hey, hi, new person. Uh, just so you know, I have a crazy ex who's making my life a living hell and will probably do the same to you. Want to go out? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, wouldn't that, wouldn't that have been a fun first time? <laughs> that's fun. Right. So I'm trying no, to... No, I think you were very uh, matter-of-fact at the beginning. Yeah, I think I, I might have mentioned that it was difficult, um, but I don't, I mean, we were more focused on what we were doing at the time and things really, I mean, everything was basically stable until you met the kids. That was really the catalyst that kind of changed everything. Wouldn't you agree to that? Oh, yes. So on that, I mean, so what happened in that situation is I figured I wanted to, I mean, well, we waited. So we dated for, it was only three months. You know, I would probably recommend anyone else out there, you know, date for six before you, uh, I mean, unless you really, really feel confident with it, but you know, give yourself time and you know, you're, you're not in a hurry on anything, but what had happened is, is we finally got to the point where like, okay, this is a serious relationship. We see long-term potential in it. Uh, so that was whenever it was like, okay, so how do we facilitate, uh, her meeting the kids? So we did that and that went fine, right? I mean, you know, when you first met, initially you only met the first two or the, the oldest two and that went great. If I remember correctly, we, we had a nice time. We went out, we hung out. There was no issues. Nobody was, was apprehensive around you, right? If I remember correctly. That's right. And also now that we're older and wiser, we realized that three months is not very long at all. I think we were very overconfident. That would, I would definitely agree with that. So again, guys, you know, give yourself time before you in, before you insert your children into the mix. And, uh, the thing that happened next is basically all hell broke loose. It was a really, you know, that's whenever the ex or my ex, you know, tried to turn me in for being a deadbeat saying I wasn't paying child support, even though I was, uh, was just trying to find anything and everything to try to make basically, well, I guess I was going to say my life, but I guess our lives is just a living hell. But even then, I don't think you really understood what we were dealing with at the time, right? No, absolutely not. I agree. 
So, not know. So, I mean, <clears throat> and we were talking yesterday, and you had uh, mentioned how, even though I kind of was explaining what a unique little pumpkin I had, that uh, it you didn't really understand how bad it actually was. Do you want to kind of dive into that a little bit more? Because this is something that I think most people who are going through this, uh, who are coming into a new relationship with somebody with a toxic ex, that this is what's going to happen. Well, I, I thought it was just, uh, you know, the normal thing that you're going to hear from someone new, uh, who's had a relationship ended. You're going to hear, oh, well, you know, obviously they're not together anymore, which means something went wrong. Okay, that's normal. Something went wrong. It's okay. And um, your explanations and your uh, stories, um, I was empathetic, of course, and I was listening, and I thought, okay. But inside me, I was thinking, yeah, but it couldn't be that bad. You know what I mean? <laughs> that was my inner voice, trying my incorrect <laughs> that was uh yeah that was pretty funny now all all's well asked a question whoops where did it go uh all's well says uh, debbie how did you feel when Dwayne complains about or complained about his ex <clears throat> so what i mean so how did you feel about that when it would come up now this now keep in mind this is before it turned into a complete shit show sorry i shouldn't have said that this early in the show but there this whole transition to where for a period of time, our entire conversation had to be about what a wonderful human being the ex was. Right. So as we mentioned in the very beginning, there wasn't a lot of talk like that. There was a lot of positive talk and very, you know, um, positive thinking and whatnot. But then when everything started going down after, um, you know, your, your ex found out that we were dating and, then our conversations became way centered on, you know, her behaviors, what she's doing, her emails, her this, her that, her everything was things that she's doing or saying. And 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 so how did that affect us? Is that there was tension in the air, uh, negativity? You know, the conversations were negative, and. I kept telling myself, it'll get better. It's just this temporary thing. It'll get better. I, it was, I was still unaware of what a marathon it was going to be. Yeah, it, it was, uh, yeah, marathons, probably maybe the, the nice way to put it. I, I think the, the, so here, here's the, the big thing, I guess, or the, maybe a takeaway on this is, for somebody who's who's coming into relationship, I mean, this, this going back to oh, I closed it, but going back to uh, Alex's question, <clears throat> you know, the ex or not the ex, the new relationship wants to understand, and I mean, and Debbie definitely wanted to understand my situation, but I think you almost really have to believe when someone's telling you how bad it is, you have to give that some. I mean, I guess, you know, trust but verify, but understand that maybe there's something more going on than just, oh, it's just a normal bad relationship and now they hate each other. So, you know, of course they, of course they're going to say bad things about each other, right? I mean, it's like if don't just assume, well, and this is one part we didn't get into. Don't just assume that you're going to be a, uh, a, a, a pathway to repairing everything, 
right? I mean, because I think at one point we were talking about this yesterday. You were thinking that, okay, well, you know, you're a nice person. You know, I'm more than likely exaggerating how bad it really is. So you could potentially be the peacemaker to make things, you know, to, to, to smooth things over. Right. I mean, you actually, I mean, we've talked about that in the past, but you've, I mean, that's kind of the way you felt, right? Oh, absolutely. Um, I thought that I was going to bring my little ray of sunshine and everything was just going to go great, you know, and she would see that I'm an, a, a nice regular human and we can all get along. And it's just, uh, yeah, it wasn't butterflies and rainbows, obviously. Yeah, and then the 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 interesting part is as soon as the ex realized that directly going at me wasn't working anymore, as soon as I stopped reacting to the provocations, it 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 shifted to basically trying to undermine you, or to, trying to undermine Debbie, and. How did that feel when that first started? How did that, how was that? Pretty shocking, I'll be honest, because as I had said, my, my only intention was that, okay, I'm going to somehow be able to show this person that I'm cool. She can be cool with me. I, I don't instigate arguments. I'm, I prefer non-conflict situations. So it's going to be fine. I thought I would be more of the someone that can help you, but could be the neutral person, right? Yeah. And then um, when when the behaviors started and I started getting pulled in, it took me off guard. And to be honest, I didn't immediately know, you know, what my move would be. Yeah, it was well, and and it it, it started out very, I guess, slowly and insidiously. I mean. Just for you guys to understand, I mean, and most people who are in the same position, this will sound you know, like, oh, yeah, I'm going through that now, probably. But this is kind of, in some ways, what you have to look forward to. It was, we would go do something. We'd have a great time, uh, all of us together with the kids. Everybody would be happy. They would go back to their moms. And then when they would come back, it would be, oh, well, I don't really like that. That wasn't really that much fun. Or... <clears throat> or worse as it progressed, then it pr proceeded to get worse that when we would plan something, it would be like, Hey, we're going to do this. And everyone would be excited. And then the next, you know, then after the transition, it would be like, well, I don't really like, that. I mean, what was, I remember at one point we were, it was going to go to the beach and it's like, well, I, I'm allergic to the sun. You know, I don't like the sand. I mean, it was just like, what the hell? I mean, it was just very, very insidious, just, just, sabotaging anything that we were trying to do. And that was before it really started getting focused. Well, that was where it was starting to get focused on, on, on Debbie, but it was just more at the beginning. It was just to try to destroy the events. Would you agree with that? Yeah, absolutely. And thanks for reminding me about that because some of those things haven't happened in a while. So it's kind of, you know, after time it kind of fades in the background but right but it's true it's like i i started wondering how is it that when when we go somewhere it's terrible but if, if they go somewhere you know less eventful with their mother it's all great right. how is it that when we're involved and we're doing these really fun things and they're smiling and laughing and saying this is great yeah i you know, it's like they go through their programming, wherever their brainwash programming, and then they come back over to your home and they're like, nah, mm, no, not really my thing. 
but you loved it the other day. Well, yeah, I gave it some thought. And I don't, you know, really, you gave it some thought. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was bizarre, guys. It was weird. <clears throat> and it was tough. Now, Makanika has a question for you. I don't, um, I'm not sure if you can see it. Well, you won't be able to see it on the screen until it catches up. But uh, the question was, is do you have any children? So, I mean, do you want to answer that right. real quick? So, so yes. Um, interestingly enough, uh, not only are we both the same age, but we both have three children. So we, yes, it, it you could say the Brady Bunch, although we're not all in one house, but yes. Well, and 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 just to clarify too, all of her kids are over eighteen now. Um, I'm the only one with an under eighteen, and technically, I mean, yours are all like, I mean, basically adult adults. So um, I'm I'm really the only one who has kids that are kids that are still kind of around. Which you know, I mean, once I I think once everyone once I get to them all being eighteen, then you know it'll be a lot less. Uh, the next question on that was, uh, do you have an ex who is insane? <laughs> and I, I, I guess technically you don't have to answer that. <laughs> uh, no, I can, I can answer it in a different way. What I could say is that um, I've learned quite a bit from being in this relationship. <clears throat> there are things that I had kind of buried that I hadn't really thought about as being parallel experiences, not exactly the same experiences. Um, and so it awoke me to uh, all the other people in my life that exhibited narcissistic traits. It doesn't, and like we always say, this isn't a diagnosis. I'm talking about behavior traits. Right. And so um, I've learned a great deal from this, wouldn't you say, Dwayne? I mean, I've learned quite a bit along the way. Yeah, and I think that <clears throat> that's another key point, I think, to just dwell on for a second. And that is, if the person that you have in a new relationship has had any any interaction, I guess, with uh, toxic people in their life, your situation is going to be incredibly triggering for them. So there's a high probability that on top of everything else, they're going to have to deal with some of their you know, maybe their childhood trauma, uh, and you know, stuff like that. I would also just, to, just to add her act, just, I mean, I guess to put it to context differently, I mean, a little while ago, we went to your son's birthday party and your ex and your ex in-laws were there. And we, I mean, we weren't yucking it up at their table, but I mean, it was a very cordial experience and it was fine. And you know, I mean, it was, it's, de it's definitely a different situation compared to what I have with mine. Right. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's definitely a different thing, but what I want to say about them, because they're wondering, is my past the same? Well, you know, we have parallels like with our parent, with his parents and my parents. Okay. So we won't go deep into that right now, but there are parallels there. However, he dealt with those things in childhood differently than me in some ways, yeah. but in other ways we did the same thing. So I, um, he was in one long-term relationship where he was being, you know, uh, emotionally traumatized for a long time with me. I filled the void by getting into relationships and then, um, Oh my gosh, this is terrible. And then getting into another relationship and going, Oh my God, no, what, 
what did I do? Why did I do that? And then I get another, do you see what I mean? Like I had a different pattern going on, but we both were dealing with that trauma in completely different ways. Yeah. And I'll just, just with you saying that, I mean, this is why it's critically important. Once you get to the point that you realize, huh, something's wrong, pause your life and start working on, on healing those wounds because the, the, the universe or God or however you want to say it is going to make sure you learn those lessons. And typically the way that comes up is you have a bad experience. If you don't learn it there, then you have another experience, which is going to be a little bit worse. And if you don't learn it there, the next one typically is, it just keeps getting worse and worse and worse until you finally go, oh, hey, there's something going, there's a pattern here and I need to work on myself to fix it. So, so definitely focus in on that. Excuse me. The last part of the question was, uh, have you met Dwayne's uh, narc? And I don't know, go, I'll go ahead, <laughs> go ahead and answer that one. Um, yes. <laughs> and it was very awkward, awkward. It's been and awkward. Wayne tried to warn me and I was like, no, it'll be fine. Well, what was the, f- the first time? I think the first time, and they didn't necessarily meet. I think we went over to drop something off at her house or pick one of the kids up or something. And, uh, the ex, I can't remember. She, she came, she does this thing where she comes and she like hugs all the kids, uh, you know, like wants to like get into the truck. So she came around, she did the same thing. She saw that Debbie was in the truck, didn't acknowledge, didn't say anything. I mean, you would have expected it to be like, oh, hi, you know, I mean, there'd be an opportunity, you know, whatever. And then literally skipped across the street, going to the neighbor, you know, across the street to the neighbor's house. And I remember you looked at me and she's like, under your breath, just like, did she just skip across the street? <laughs> Do you remember that one? Wow. That, oh my goodness. That was strange because I was, I was poised and ready to politely introduce myself, but instead, yeah, she did all the hugging thing. And then she skipped like a six-year-old across the street. And I just, my jaw dropped open. I looked at you and I was that, you know, like, did that happen? <laughs> I was confused. And I think I just said, yep, <laughs> yep, that, that would be the ex. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I forgot about that. Oh, that I mean, it wasn't time, funny at the time. At the time, it was bizarre. That was weird. But, but I, um, if I remember correctly, the, the time that I met her by myself, um, well, there might have been two, two that times one was, I, yeah, that one was Yeah, that one was a tough one because I didn't know you were going to. Okay, let me just set this up. What, what it is is that, okay, back in the day, I mean, I, when all the kids were on the dole and everything, I mean, money was super tight. And the kids had crappy suitcases, and that's what it was. We were getting ready to go on a trip, and we were trying to get the suitcases. And I think, I think I might have emailed the question, and it it went something like this: "Dear X, you know, hey, I need the suitcases." And then the answer was, "Why do you need the suitcases?" I'm like, "I just need them. Could you send them over?" Well, where are you going? You know, I mean, it was that type of thing. So you had gone over to try to get them. And you actually met just you and the ex basically in front of her house. And, uh, I think that's, I think that was the day that you finally realized exactly what we were dealing with. Right. I mean, cause I think up to that point, you still were like, okay, well maybe this just, maybe they're still, maybe it's not as bad as it seems. Right. Was that, would that be accurate? 
Right. I thought it was just a normal thing. Just, okay, I thought that picking up the suitcases was as normal as, hey, his daughter left her toothbrush. We're just going to get it, but we can bring, we need to use that toothbrush and then we'll bring it back. I mean, like just a normal object. Yeah. I did not see it as some like, you know, golden heirloom or something, you know? Oh, yeah. Oh, and, and when um, you when you saw what I they thought, were, you were like, oh, my God, these are crappy, you know, $20, $30 Walmart suitcases. I mean, they weren't like some really nice thing. And if I remember correctly, I was like, I'm not dealing with the suit. I mean, I'll put I think I probably said I'll put the kids' stuff in a effing trash bag and use that as a suitcase before I have to try to deal with the X to get the suitcases. I think I think there was a conversation like that at one point. Was there? I can't remember. This whole thing was me learning my lesson, Dwayne. I, I think this is one of those things where I had to learn my lesson and that's, you know, and I learned my lesson. So I went over there thinking it was a normal exchange and instead it, it went poorly. And then she found ways to intimidate me and make me feel badly about myself. And that was a very interesting Well, thing. and... And I think, and I, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll try to skirt around this, but professionally you are trained are in the process of you mean becoming more trained on how to kind of not deal in these situations, but, but I mean, you were recognizing patterns as it was happening. It's like, holy crap. I mean, so you weren't like intimidated. You're like, oh my God, is she really doing this right now? I mean, that was kind of more of your reaction, right? Well, yeah. I mean, but but the behaviors were intimidating and um, you know how you've talked on your channel that they will look for things that you might be sensitive to or ways to push your buttons and then they will oh, capitalize yeah. on those insecurities. Um, and so in, in what could have been a very normal conversation between two people picking up an item and then I said, I'll gladly bring them back. He just needs them. He needs to go, you know, he wants to take them somewhere. But um, anyway, she asserted herself as being the sole owner of the suitcases because she bought them while you guys were married. So anything that you guys got belongs to her. Anything, it was the weirdest thing. Like, I couldn't understand why you couldn't share an item. But she was doing things by, uh, like, saying, is there something wrong with your eye? It looks like right. there's something wrong with your eye. And there was nothing wrong with my eye. And then she also, um, um, to try to, faint, you know, pretend to be friendly, Right. she said, this is a person who's like a size four. She's basically a twig. <laughs> and I have never been a twig, nor shall I ever be a twig. And so you can plainly see that about me and she had the audacity to say oh you know I was just thinking I have this this dress that I I just can't wear it anymore and it's so beautiful and I was just what and I'm looking at her like are you out of your mind I'm so she's smiling and she's oh I have this dress I would love to give it to you yeah, and, and then she's waiting for me to say I'm too big to wear that dress right and, and just to just to clear I mean awful. just just so if you guys aren't aren't catching the nuances on this is the ex was pretending to be nice during all this. It wasn't like, you know, you know, being, you know, yelling or anything like that. It was all very, I mean, and this is the type of, type of crap that the ex would do with me. 
it's like the subtle put downs, right? I mean, it's like, you're doing it with a smile, like the whole comment with the eye, you know, it's like, oh, is there something wrong? Like, I'm just worried about you. So even if you said something like, what the, what are you talking about? It's easy for, for a narcissistic person to turn on and go, well, I'm just being concerned, right? I mean, it, it's, it's a really, I mean, unless you've experienced it, it's a bizarre experience because most people don't do crazy, weird stuff like that. And I think, I mean, you came back after that experience. I think the first thing you said is like, oh my God, I get it now. I think that's what you said. Does that sound about right? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I, I learned my lesson. I went over there with a good attitude, a positive attitude, and a feeling of, look, it's going to be fine. I'm going to introduce myself. She's going to see I'm a nice person. She's not going to think it's a big deal about the suitcases. It's going to be so easy. It's going to be no problem. And then I'm going to be able to tell Dwayne, look, it's, it's not that bad. It's, it's great. When I got back, I, I mean, I felt, you know, she had basically put me down, you know, about my size and she thought that my face or my eyes looked weird. Like what's wrong? There's something wrong with your eyes or something wrong with your eye. And there was that. And just whatever she could do to, but remember, she had a smile on oh, her yeah. face. Remember, this is the person who skips across the street, okay? So she's smiling, and I'm like, wait a minute. Is there something wrong with me? Is there something? Wait a minute. No, 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 no. There's something wrong with her. Like, this whole thing. And so when yeah. I got back, I had an appreciation. And I was like, and I, and I remember saying something like, Dwayne, that was your life for 20 years? What? I know. I'm a genius. <laughs> Or, or I guess it just shows that I have a tremendous amount of perseverance. <laughs> I'm laughing now, guys, just to be clear, it wasn't funny at the time. It was, it was that I actually, I was actually pretty frustrated. I was uh, almost angry. I'm like, you did what? It, it, in retrospect, it was good because that was the pivot point where Debbie really started to understand what I was dealing with. Prior to that, I was trying to keep everything separate um, and okay, I mean, just so we don't dwell on this story. I mean, since then we have gone to uh, we've been at the school at uh, uh, school functions together. Um, there have been a few other times where all of us, the kids, Debbie and the ex, have all been in the same general area. Uh, we try to avoid that as much as possible, but sometimes it just there's no way around it. But. Uh, um, and anything, right. before, before I but move I on, also, anything else? Okay, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, well, the other thing, um, how I knew that this was a serious thing, uh, we didn't bring this up yet, is that, Dwayne, you know, we brought this up in the past, I think. Um, I could tell that you had been emotionally uh, traumatized by the your reactions with me. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, like um, um, we've given this story before. So, gosh, can you remember what kind of a drink it was? Was it a soup or a drink or something? Oh, you're talking about and that one. Yeah, no, it was, it was, it was um, I'm trying to remember what it was. It was something, I had made something. And uh, I remember before, it was, this was, this is early on in the relationship. This is, this is probably the three months before, maybe before we, before she met the kids, but it was early in, early into it. And I had made something. And the way I said it is like, hey, uh, I want you to try something. You're probably not going to like it. But uh, I want you to try it anyways. It was something along those lines, right? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I was I yeah. was lifting this up to my mouth when I was lifting it up to my mouth. And just before I put whatever it was into my mouth, you said, 
oh, but you're probably not going to like it. And I took it out of my mouth and I said, what did she do to you? And you said, what are you talking about? I said, what did she do to you? That is not how people speak when you're about ready to taste something that someone's given you. Oh, you're probably not going to like it. Well, then why am I taking it? Why am I trying it if I hate if I'm going to hate it? Now, now, and then and then you know what? It yeah, we learned. Yeah, and I just want to say say on that is it and her response wasn't shaming Debbie's response wasn't shaming towards me or anything like that. And it was actually kind of an epiphany because when she said it, it was like that's I mean it went down that way and it actually made me pause and think about it for a moment. I'm like, "Huh. Oh, you mean you're not supposed to prepare yourself to get ridiculed and shamed and and attacked on everything you do. I mean, and I'd had so much time. I mean, I had the two decades of the relationship plus my family of origin who had prepared me for this. And, uh, yeah, I mean, so to me it was just normal, be- normal behavior. I was funny. I forgot about that one. I do want to grab, I'm kind of uh, losing the bubble here a little bit on the comments, but I do want to grab this one from all's well. And it says, Debbie, how does this make you feel? And what could one do to make their new partner feel better? Now, I mean, that was a comment from a while ago, but I mean, I think I still, you know, I I think it still is relevant to what we're talking about right now. So, I mean, how did all this crap make you feel? And then what could, what could I have, could I have done anything different to make it easier for you for this transition? Well, we didn't move in together. And that's something that I want everyone to have that down crystal clear that this situation could have destroyed our relationship it could have yeah that's and but someone had asked our space we kept our space mm-hmm. i'll uh somebody asked if we almost ever broke up we'll get to that in a minute i just what i want to just say on that is fortunately it, you know i mean with both of us being older with both of us already having you know older are having children it wasn't like Neither one of us were looking at it going, okay, we got to get married. We have to have, you know, we got to have kids and the clock is running out. I mean, we kind of approached this. Well, I would back up. I think at one point we were considering moving in together, but I think as everything started going to crap, I think we quickly realized, hey, you know what? We can just not do that because there's too much of a chance for this just to turn into a complete crap show. Right? I mean. Right. Um, there's so much going on, and let me just say that there was there's already so many ripe opportunities for triangulation and whatnot, and I did not want Dwayne to lose out on however he can strengthen the relationship he has with his kids. There's already enough issues, so quite frankly, I feel like it's worked out well that when I come over, it's something that we've planned, and then I leave, and then he has one-on-one time with his kids. I think that's really important. Yeah. And that's kind of the way we approached it. I mean, and I guess, I mean, technically the way I looked at it is the priority was trying to help, help the kids. Right. I mean, I think early on, even before I really had a better understanding of what I was dealing with, with the ex, I knew fundamentally that the, the, that my kids the best chance they had of having a decent life is if I was still in their life and was gave them an opportunity to see a different way of, of living and doing things. So that was always kind of like my, my baseline priority was, <clears throat> you know, what do I ha- what can I do to not just to completely torpedo everything with the kids? I was, and to be honest, I was incredibly worried 
that the ex would be able to, to turn the kids, destroy everything, and basically be, okay, you know, I want full custody. And in the back of my mind, full custody always meant or always had the pit or the potential, and this is what my attorney told me way back when, to be able to move out of state, which then I would hardly ever see the kids. Now, technically for Debbie and I, if it was just the two of us, uh, without all the extra, you know, continual drama, we probably would have... Um, had a better, uh, I mean, our focus would have been different over the last six years. Well, we've been together for what, six and a half years, right? Right. Uh, the other thing, okay, hold on. Um, shoot, I, I scroll. Let me try to find this. Uh, oh, darn. I'm going to scroll down. Uh -huh. Sorry, I missed one of the questions. Uh, mm -hmm. Let's see, McConica also had asked, uh, says DSE, does Debbie have a good, actually says a food relationship with her kids or a good relationship with her kids? Well, yeah, of course she has a good relationship with her kids. And do you, do I have, a, um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I mean, it's not like we're out hanging out all the time, but I don't think I have a bad relationship. I think I have a neutral relationship with your kids, with your kids. Right. Wouldn't you say that? Right. Yeah. Right. Right. And, 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 you know, since we're not all in the same household, it's completely different. And the age, you know, the ages and some of mine are moved out. Yeah, because your oldest is, how old is it, 25, 28? I, I have one of my, you know, late 20s, mid 20s, young 20s. So all, all of my yeah, <laughs> and, range. My oldest is 21. My next is 19. And, uh, and then the youngest is 15. So... You know, but I started later, right? I mean, I didn't start having kids until like six, seven years into the into the relate marriage with the ex. <clears throat> okay, I just got uh, this isn't a question, but this is just funny. John Boston said, "Debbie, you met Pumpkin." <laughs> oh yeah, you might have missed that. We were talking about that earlier, and I could have scrolled back in the. This is probably old chat, so I just that was John. Thank you for the laugh. That's pretty funny, man. Uh. Oh, can you all exist, coexist in one room? Um, this is McConica again. Now, if you're saying, can Debbie, myself, the ex, and the kids all exist? Yeah, I mean, we've done, I mean, you've been at the graduations with her, at the graduation ceremonies. I won't do graduation dinners or anything with the ex. It's like, look, I don't, I just don't want to, well, there's more, it's more complicated than that because typically my mom's involved and anybody who's paid attention knows that. My, my mom is on team, team X. So that, uh, <clears throat> that creates a whole nother, uh, another, another wonderful discussion into this. Uh, I'm going to scroll back. To, are, can you see any of the comments, Debbie, or are you, are you, can you not see them? Yes. John Boston also had one where he wanted an example of triangulation, but it, you know, that could, I, I, we have 20 minutes. You tell me, what do we have time for or what do we need to wait on? No, I think we could. Uh, I, I think we could cover that one. I mean, do you have one you want to talk about, or I could bring one up? Well, gosh, you could talk about the beach trip and some other things. There's certainly do, things that. Do Do you, you want to? Let's see. Do you want to talk about the medieval time ones, or should we leave that? Or is that one still? And <laughs> should we stay away from that one? Oh wow! Yeah, I, I I guess if we can give an example of you know, how not to react because it's not good. Well, okay. So let me, what I'll, what I'll say this. I reacted in private. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. I think the thing with triangulation is, um, it's subtle. 
like for instance, whenever uh, your daughter was, uh, I remember you guys did like a girls' day thing, and part of that included going and doing the makeup stuff. So you had my uh, oh, my, my kids and your daughter, and you guys went. I don't even know if I was. I can't. I think. I think. Oh crap! I almost said my my kid's uh, name. I think I my know, son and I were were. I think we met you guys, but it was. But but. <clears throat> anyways, what I'm saying is is that. So they went out, they did the makeup thing. The girls had fun. My girls had fun. I mean, everybody had a great time. Everything was great. They were excited. I think you got them a little bit of makeup and stuff like that. I mean, and, and, and it was all cool. Oh, and yeah. uh, uh, everything was great. They went back to mom's. They came back and then they hated makeup. You know, oh, we don't wear, you right. know, I don't like makeup. Makeup's horrible. I don't wear, I don't ever want to wear makeup. You know, and it was just like every time we did something that was special, it got erased. It was, it, it, or got uh, diminished, true. right? So that's why, and, and this is the reason a lot of times when I talk to you guys, I say, when you have a moment, enjoy the moment, expect that whenever the kids go back to the other place, that when they come back, that excitement is going to be gone. And it's, it's that type of thing. It's that type of thing where it's like, oh, well, it's so sad that, um, you know, Debbie needs makeup. You know, mommy doesn't. Mommy's just naturally beautiful. She doesn't have to do that. I mean, it's that type of crap. That uh, it, you know, it's subtle. Yeah, and that part was that part was fun too. Yeah, great. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, this time I see I'm laughing and I'm thinking Debbie's not. <laughs> and guys, it this, was awful. Um, it, it really well, was. I mean, it, there was a lot of times on this that it was just it was just so, and it just didn't stop. We got to the point where we would not, if we were going, if we made plans with the kids, we would not tell the kids what we were doing until we were like on the vehicle you know, halfway there before it's like, we wouldn't say, all we would say is like a block of time. We have something going on. Well, what are we going to do? We're not going to tell you, Well, where are we going? We're not going to tell you. You'll find out later. Well, are we, you know, are we going to be gone? We're not going to tell you, you know I mean? And it was like, again, it, that's a good example of a double bind in that there was no good answers. Cause we knew if we said, Hey guys, we're going to go, uh, you know, we're going to go to, 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 you know, spend the week in LA and we're going to go to Warner Brothers Studios and we're going to do this and we're going to do that, that somehow before we even got there, it would be destroyed. It would be, you know, oh, well, we don't like that. I mean, Warner Brothers is a horrible company and, you know, they're oppressive to children or some stupid thing. It was like, it was amazing the things that would come up that would undermine and sabotage anything we had going on. And God forbid, if the ex could do it before we would do it, she would do it. And that was, uh, it yeah, was just, it was not a good, <laughs> that was a tough experience. Right. The, the, <clears throat> that one trip. Yeah. That one trip to the, um, the, uh, medieval times that was, um, pretty bad. So, um, you know, Dwayne had, um, thought that it was a good idea to feel it out with, um, one of his kiddos that happens to be the most likely one to throw him under the bus, you know, for things, and decided that the best thing to do was to make sure that the kids might want to attend this type of activity. And when he came back and yeah. told me that, I was like almost in, I was almost in tears. I was almost in tears. I said, Dwayne, you know what's going to happen? Like I felt it in my gut. I said, you know what's going to happen? They they're going over to the other house and. They're, you know, now, 
now it's not going to, you know, now it's over. And he, you're like, what are you talking about? I just wanted to find out if they'd want to go. It'll be fine. They'll come back in a couple of weeks and we'll have our No, it wasn't, it wasn't we'll even, go. it wasn't even that. It was shorter. And, and see, here's, here's the, the thing. It's Very like, short. It, what had happened is, is it, this was back when we had the two, two, um, Two two five four whatever two, two whatever when it was Monday Tuesday with mom Tuesday uh, Wednesday Thursday with me and then the long weekend and I had the kids over the weekend they went they literally went to their moms on Monday and by Wednesday they had already gone so I had asked over the weekend I'm like hey are you guys in and partly it's because I was broke you were going to spend the money on it and I didn't feel comfortable with you dumping a bunch of money to go do this event if the kids were going to be like, I don't want to do it, you know, because there's nothing worse than dropping a bunch of money and having a bunch of little ungrateful kids who, you know, don't like something. And, uh, so I mentioned it to one of the kids and what happened is, is they went home they went to their moms. Mom had a coupon and had already been planning it. Oh my God. And went and, uh, uh, yeah. I mean, it was, and it was, and you were really angry, which rightfully so. I, cause well, one, and I didn't think there's no way in hell the ex is going to spend the money on this because at the time the pre- precedent had been is she would not spend a dime on the kids for anything. So I was like, there's no way, there's no way she's going to drop a couple hundred bucks to go do this. I was wrong. Well, that was really a bad day. Yep. So, and, uh, <clears throat> and so that was the that was the main catalyst for um, not telling them anything. I just I just uh, we made this agreement like yep. I don't care how many times they ask, I don't care what they beg and plead. We are not telling you where we're going. We are simply going somewhere, and that's what we're doing. We are we're going to be going somewhere. <laughs> that's pretty much it. Right. Yeah. Let's see. Um, try. I'm looking around trying to find other questions and stuff. And, and guys, that was tough, right? Like I, like I was talking about before, when we, when we made that transition, you know, approach to where we're going to basically deal with everything as a covert operation, uh, it was tough. I mean, cause the kids were, were, oh, I was just thinking another one. It was, uh, uh, the, uh, um, when we went to the, the Renaissance fair thing and, so everyone oh, went dressed sure. up and the ex wanted to know everything that they were getting for their costumes and then proceeded to just like, Oh my God, you're going to wear that. I mean, it was just weird. And then turned around and would wear and put the kids in more inappropriate attire. I mean, it was just, that's another right. good example of triangulation. So. Right. It was it, right. So there was a skirt that covered most of the legs it only um exposed the front of the legs up like a little above the knee and um the ex kept saying oh that's just it's it's just too sexy looking blah 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 and then you know made a really really big deal about it and then not long after there was um an event at the school and um his daughter was was with you know her mom and they showed up and she was wearing short shorts that exposed every square inch all the way up to the buttocks okay and i just like really like they made this big deal about a skirt that covered most of her legs so yeah yeah and and the the, what i will say on that though is even though that was happening the kids were still really excited about that trip it was a good one 
um, long day, but it was, it was good. Uh, and you know, nobody, I mean, so what I think what we were worried about happening is like, well, I can't wear that. I mean, or whatever. And it wasn't actually the kids just kind of, uh, it, it was frustrating that we knew it was going on, but in that particular one, I think the kids basically ignored it. If I remember correctly. Let's see. Yeah. The, yeah. There were times when the kids did their, I think the kids started to learn too over time that if they enjoy something that we all do, that if they really want to preserve that and not have it ruined, then they need to be careful what they choose to say to their mom, unless they're cool with having it all ruined. <laughs> you see what I mean? Some of them started to learn. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of weird. That is, that is how it's, kind of played out is now, well, see, they're older now. I mean, when we started, I mean, oh, geez, I almost said the name. I got to be really careful because the youngest was six. No. How how old was the young? Let's see. No, not six. Seven or eight. How old old was the youngest when we started dating? Oh, I guess I could do the math. Nine. Nine? Eight or nine? Young. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, we're talking about a, a, you know, a long time now. Um, the other triangulation thing, <clears throat> and then we'll move off triangulation is, uh, Debbie has to be incredibly careful what she says that might have anything to do with the ex. If I say something that could be, could be, or let's say I say something that we're well, not that I do this a lot, but. Uh, if I said something that it was derogatory about the ex, if Debbie says anything that might even skirt maybe on a criticism, it uh, the the kids go they freak out. So that's the other thing to be really careful about is if you have a, a new relationship. I mean, really the 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 conversation about the the kids' parent other parent, and it's, I mean, I was going to say, should like, you should try to not bring anything up. The hard part is, is there's a lot of things that happen that it's just inevitable to, to do, you know I mean? It's like, how do you not talk about certain things? So it's just something else to be careful about. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so I know we only have nine minutes. Let me just say, um, so the, uh, to summarize some of this, what I've had to learn to do is to be neutral and or as positive as possible if any conversation involves their mother. I'm very, very careful. Like, I am thinking carefully, like, you know, not that I have to think carefully to be in, to say nice things. That's not it at all. It's just, you know, I have to make sure not that what I say cannot be misconstrued in any possible way. That's one thing. Another thing is to give lots of space so that Dwayne has space so uh, to do things with them that it's not always me cuddling up to Dwayne when his daughter wants to cuddle up. Do you see what I mean? Like I need oh, to yeah. let them have their time. And I'm very good about doing that because I, I don't want to cause any more issues with that, right? And, yeah, we've even um, done, just to, just to I'm, clarify that, yeah. what what we've done on that, mm-hmm. we haven't done it in a well, pandemic, is, but like if we went to the movies, it's kind of like, Debbie and I were talking, she'd be like, look, I'll sit on the other side. You know, you can sit with the girls by you. I mean, so we made a conscious effort to try to, to make sure that it didn't look like there was a wedge between that, that Debbie was causing a wedge between the kids. Does that, I mean, that's basically, I think the short version to say that, right? Oh 
yeah, absolutely. And and then um, trips don't happen as much anymore, but, you know, we've already talked about that. We're careful about that. So to navigate this minefield, it really, you know, as a point of view from me coming um, from the outside in, um, it's uh, it's a, it's not to be taken lightly, okay? It is not to be taken lightly. You have to be patient. You have to be kind, considerate. You have to navigate the minefield carefully. Try not to offend anyone. I mean, you're in a lot of ways, you're walking on eggshells for a long time. And one thing I would say that's a benefit or was, I mean, I think this new schedule is, I mean, I wish I was week on, week off way back when. But it was having that time to where, you know, Debbie and I could have our, you know, alone time, I guess, or just, you know, where it's just, I mean, even, and back in the day we had no money. I mean, it was like, it, it wasn't like we were going on these extravagant vacations and stuff. I mean, it would just, just be to where we could just hang out and watch a movie, you know, do Netflix or something and, and have that time separate. Right. I mean, I mean, so yeah, anyways, I'm not sure where I was going with that. Let me see if there's any other is there any other thing you've seen in the comments that you want to you want to pick at in the last few minutes? We still got a few minutes, so. Right there, were, there are a lot of good ones. I was like, oh man, so many. Uh, Oswell asked so many good ones. I just want to give a shout out. I mean, he really did, but there's just so much. I um, let's see. Well, there's here's one. I'm look, I'm scrolling through. So it says this one is uh, so this one creeps me my ex started trying to dress like my husband so did Dwayne's ex ever try copying mirroring mirroring you hmm I don't think so well no I mean that's not true no actually actually no she did because remember after the um after the uh the not medieval times thing but after the renaissance fair thing she started doing uh-huh. uh, a lot of the the uh, cyberpunk stuff. I mean, I don't, and I don't know whether that really correlates to to that because we. Ha- well, I'm not going to say because it it's an event that's out here. They have this Mad you know Max what, thing. Though? Maybe you have a. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. So, um, I, but I think that the the real the point. reality is is that it's 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 kind of hard for her to compete. I mean, you you're highly educated. You know, I mean, you're on a different, I don't know, plane or whatever. I mean, so. And, oh, and yeah. Thanks for saying that word, com- com- compete. No, thank you for saying that. Thank you. Because that's something that we really should touch on real quick. So do not try to compete. I am not trying to compete. I was just, you know, like we would just try to do something that's bringing a, a new memory, like making memories or something. I, I am not trying to one up or do better. It's, it's not like if, if they go somewhere, I'm like, oh, I have to make sure it's two or three steps better. That's not how I do it. But that's how I feel like it's happening on the other side. Like, oh, well, so it's like this. This is the way I, I've, I've kind of noticed it to me. Either if they can't do something, whatever better is, then they have to diminish what we did so that it's not as good. So it's devalue, devalue the either the experience, the things that we've done, or do something else that 
you know, either take something away that we were going to do or whatever it is. So the competition part isn't on me, but remember how the, one of the kids came over and said, this isn't about a competition. And I was like, are you kidding me? So they were projecting what they were doing onto us. We weren't even doing competition. They said that. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's taken. No. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Um, and this has been, this has been a tough one. I mean, and see, I think here's the thing. If, if you're, if your partner isn't emotionally mature, this would destroy a relationship, right? I mean, th- this is, and, and that's by design. I mean, that's what this whole thing is, is to try to do. I mean, the whole, the whole goal on everything that happened was to get us to break up, I think. And, and I think had, you know, I mean, if you didn't have the emotional maturity, I'll put it that way that you have, and even, this was even still tough, right? But I mean, if this would have devolved into the way, I guess, the way people kind of typically would deal with it, this would have, this, our relationship would have just exploded. I mean, it was, it was incredibly stressful. I mean, guys, don't, don't take us wrong on this. This has not been a whole lot of fun uh, over the last six and a half years. I mean, there have been good times, but it hasn't been easy. Correct. Yeah. Anything you want to I mean, add on that to be part? Really. Um, right. I, yeah. I just want to make that clear that in in no way at all are have we ever said, "Oh, this is great. This is easy." We're very, you know, very careful to say truth, which is, you know, hey, this is this was a really tough, and if someone's going to come into this situation. If they're not prepared for a marathon of difficulties, then quite frankly, I don't think that person will stick around. That's just what I'm thinking. Yeah. I mean, the, 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 I think the, the takeaway on that is you've got to take it slow. I would say you also need to be honest with the person you're, you're dating, um, which maybe, I mean, if you're at this, if you're on this channel, then you probably, you know, you understand a little bit more with what you're dealing with. You probably share this this particular podcast, this particular episode, so that they can kind of see what they're they're signing up for. And I think most people probably are not going to want to deal with the drama. And we're actually so we're down to the last few forty seconds. Anything you want to add before I wrap it up? Um, what I'm seeing is that uh, there are several people that would like to know more. So we'll just have to do that a little at a time. But thanks for having me on, and I'm glad I was able to address some of these things. And on that, all right, guys, thank you so much for hanging out. Man, we are down to the last few seconds. What I do want to say is thank you to the channel members who helped make this happen. Their names are scrolling across the screen right now. You guys help keep the lights on, pay for all the, you know, keep the service and the phone lines open. I really appreciate it, and I will catch you tomorrow.